Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In sports, if you want to be the best, there are no off days. Welcome into the No Off Days podcast, the Nod Pod. Chris Cato, BK is in the booth. I am Scott Smith, and welcome into episode 40, Chris. Wait, what? Four zero, a very significant number. You know, obviously, when you are turned 40, you are considered over the hill. So oh. there's a, a certain benchmark that you're passing at that point. I'm a point. little sensitive about that. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, you, you turned that a long time ago, <laughs> so I'm not sure why you're still sensitive about it. I'm way on the other side of the hill. I mean, uh, Biblically, the forty days in the desert, in the in the wilderness for Jesus, yeah, the, the forty day flood. So right. very significant number. It's a time yeah. of testing, right? And I feel it like really we've kind of gone through ours on the Monopoly board. There's forty spots is until there? you can hit go and get your two hundred dollars. I did not again. know that. I don't think we're getting two hundred dollars today, but I think that we have reached a landmark. I think that's the point that when I, I'm trying to get to. Well, I can't believe that we're here. First of all, I mean, they said it wouldn't last. They said we wouldn't make 20 episodes. <laughs> they said we wouldn't last. So, Chris. so, so here we are. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people shut us down for sure. Uh, but today is a, a special show because um, because we're kind of venturing off into new territory. I feel like we're kind of hitting this new frontier. Appropriately, our friends at Fox uh, have, have kicked off the show Stars on Mars. It has nothing to do with us. They didn't do this for us. No, they were looking they for did, real stars. They did do something for us, and they added a new element to our show. And, and in, in fact, they, they helped us with our guest today as well. They did. But uh, before we get there, I want to introduce the new element of our show. Are you ready? Do we finally get an intern? Here we go. Oh, what oh, is this? Oh, yes. Oh, we, we have, we have a, a robot. Mars, we have a Mars rover. We have a rover. And it's got a it's a cooler, so open it up. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, yeah, open it up. Is this thing going to shock me? Yeah. Is, is a snake going to fly out? A Martian? <laughs> There's an alien inside. There you go. You got to put that on. That's your helmet. Oh, look. I have to put this on. Like, this is mad. Okay. This will go over my... Hang on. He's got a, a helmet, everybody. It's a now, it's a now I can't Mars, hear any. I can't hear anything rover, you're saying, by the way. Mars rover astronaut helmet. Okay. okay. There we go. And then um, there we go. It has like a slide cover, so you can see the surface of the moon. And then I, I figured that we'd appropriately celebrate with a beverage. There are uh, treats in here. Yeah. No. Open it up. We got a, a a treat for you. I think you're more of a. Look at this. I thought you were more of a Dr. Pepper guy. I'm a so. Dr. Pepper guy. Good All right, time. we're gonna we're gonna back the uh, rover out here. This thing just ran into here. my ankle. Okay, this let's... thing's over my ow, ow <laughs> rover. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Oh, oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, so the Mars rover making its uh, debut run across look at the. It. Uh, wow, that thing can really move. Yeah, look at this. Do you hear the music that's that's going? Oh yeah, the Beastie Boys. <laughs> as as his helmet pops over. There we go. Oh, this is beautiful. Let's bring in BK in the booth, and uh, I'll, I'll pause the music here for a minute. Um, BK? Pfizer will not stay. We've had this thing in the uh, – oh, this is a different-looking shot. You look like you're about to give us a news report. Well, uh, um, no. 
the, we've had this uh, this little rover in the sports office for for a few weeks. You've now. been hiding this from me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been back there playing with it. Well, we have. I think BK. It's driving him a little bit crazy because no, I, it's I, good. I play with it a little. It's too all much. good. Look at BK. Looks like Harvey Levin at TMZ. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, he needs the big cup, and now he's going to tell us why you know Giselle was out surfboarding with someone. I'm doing donuts over here, this, everybody. This thing is running over every piece of equipment yeah. in the studio yeah. right now. And that's the way it was in the Bra sports office. Breaking. <laughs> Brian, breaking Brian will be so glad when this rover finds out. Oh, I've home. tried to drain that battery there so many go. times. There it is. Oh, it's it's ro it's going through the kitchen now. Okay, now Do it's running it? over the jib camera. Okay. All right. Look it's, at it. It's very loud. And oh. I'm, I'm operating, obviously, remote control, so. You're, you are pretty nifty with that thing, I gotta Thank say. You. Well, it's, you know. I wish I had one so we could race or something. There you go. Could, we, could we order another? Home. All right, so uh, as he's navigating the uh, Mars rover here, what do we have on the, on the big program today, BK? Well, from Stars on Mars, we're gonna talk to former Buccaneer, NFL great, uh -oh. Richard. Don't run over, don't run over cables, uh -oh. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This thing needs bigger tires. Uh, we're going to be talking to Richard who? Sherman. Richard Sherman, oh, yes. ladies and gentlemen, future yeah. Hall of Famer. Richard That's Sherman. It. I think yes, future yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. he well, is on be. Stars on Mars, right? Correct. Well, yeah. unless so, oh wait, has he been? Oh, spoiler. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, he he recently was um, decided that he was going to leave. So so he's back on Earth. Yeah, he he's back on Earth. He missed his family being on Mars. Understandable. It's hard to get uh, a signal. Wi-Fi is tough up yeah. there. Uh, wait, I've, okay, I hate to admit this. I've not watched one episode of this it's show yet. It's pretty good. Okay. I know Marshawn Lynch is on it, right? And Marshawn he, Lynch I've makes the show. I've seen some outtakes. He looks pretty funny. Yeah, he's he's a funny character, and, and they, yeah, obviously I think he's one of the big stars on the show, but so is Richard Sherman. So yeah. we'll talk to him about that, and then at the end of the show, BK. End of the show, kind of off the beaten path, too. There's a little mystery that's been going on around here that uh, mm -hmm. we're going to look into. and uh, More mysterious than this rover? Well, it's almost. Almost, okay. but it's kind of yeah, it's a local mystery and uh, it's kind of struck home with a lot of people here. So I thought we'd uh, kind of take a look at that and delve into that a little bit. Hmm. I like do you, do you know mystery. what this is about? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Are you curious? I am. <laughs> I, I'm always curious about mysteries. I am a big partaker in Dateline. That is. Oh, this will be right. It's probably my favorite show. I know a little bit, but about they all end the same way. So Kato's been on. Yeah, the husband did it. Files. I have been. Yeah, I know a little yeah. something about true crime. I'm okay. a big yeah. forensic file star here. I was in two episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Episode forty. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> we didn't make it that far. No, it was about the time I killed someone <laughs> and got away with it. <laughs> no, I actually, I was in two episodes where Once I... Once an expert witness, yes. now <laughs> Mastermind. he's out for blood. I played the role of the local crime reporter because that's what I was. Yeah. And, and Wait, so this was like made for TV? Forensic Files is basically Dateline. But gotcha. they do a bunch of these episodes. It's on all the time. I guess it's on, what network is it on now? I think I, it was ID? like Headline News has started out now. I think ID now. But they run, they run this thing around the clock, and people watch it because I... They must air my episode once a month because I always hear from someone saying, hey, Chris, I didn't realize you were still in uh, that you work for Forensic Files. And I'm like, I don't work for them. I Did you get a royalty check for that? No, I should have demanded it, yeah, though, because uh -huh. they play it so often. And who else was in that episode with me was Trey Gowdy. Yes. You know, oh, really? you know him. Yes. Yeah. 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 A former He's congressman, a now congressman. A Fox uh, news host. So, yeah, we've got interesting. We'll have to get him on the podcast. Did, did you ever did your information help solve that? 
mystery? Absolutely not. Okay. No, I'm All a right. talking head. All right. Well, we'll do some more talking here on this show, and uh, we are looking forward to it. Thank you, BK. We'll catch up with you in a little bit. If you're listening and you want to watch, go to fox13news.com slash nodpod. If you're watching and you want to listen or subscribe, take out your phone, zap that QR code on the screen in the bottom right-hand corner, and there you can find all of our shows. And if you mock us, you'll get knocked. Chris will stir-fry you in his walk. Your <laughs> knees will start shaking and your fingers pop like a pinch on the neck, neck from, from Mr. Mr. Spock. Spock. Intergalactic planetary. Plan. That's it. You see where we're going with this. Very right, good. Please subscribe. Fox13news.com slash nodpod. All right. So we get to our talkers today. Not the biggest uh, headlines, but I find them um, interesting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Let's start with our old pal from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown. And it's, it's history repeating itself yet again. He, he's now uh, being sued. It sounds like it is a uh, – what is this? The suit is a class action lawsuit brought by coaches and players of the arena team that he owns because why? He's not paying them. He actually paid them a, a final paycheck for the, for the season. And then because I think it went over a couple of days after the season, then that whole paycheck was retracted out of their bank accounts. The money was in, and then A.B. <laughs> pulled it out. He unpaid them. Oh, my goodness. How, so uh, he's this is a, a, a disaster already. His ownership stake in the, what are they, the Alpi, uh, Albany oh, Empires yeah. uh, of the NAL, the National Arena League, mm-hmm. um, they already he already owes the league like twenty one thousand dollars in fines. The league kicked a kicked the team out because he hadn't paid his monthly dues. What what else would you expect? You bring this guy into your league, he has this reputation. I mean, he's shorted. Let's see, he has unpaid commissions on a marketing agency of like two and a half million dollars. Uh, he sued a jewel. He's being sued by a jeweler or was for a million dollars in unpaid jewelry that he received. Uh, he had warrants for unpaid child support. He has the unpaid chef of like forty thousand dollars. That's right. That yeah, guy. The so he yeah. obviously doesn't like paying people. And this is your boss. If AB is your boss. Thank, if, I'll go to the next arena team. Thank you very much. Or you're saying you pay me up front. Like <laughs> I'm not I'm not playing a down for you until I you pay my salary now. And then you can't take it out of my you can't unpay me later. It's just so funny how like reputations like this continue to pop up. It's like I mean, this guy's a disaster where, wherever he goes. Uh, but I think that um, yeah, as He's, owner, his time his tenure as as owner. It's, he at one point he was gonna suit up for, for this. Albany Empire. I think that was and, and probably the whole yeah. objective. I, I right? think his dad is, you know, he was doing this for his dad. His dad is a co-owner or yeah. something. So maybe dad will pay the bills. I don't know. Uh, elsewhere, we have uh, this story of a Belgian shot putter um, that has to step in. She is a, a shot putter, so she's not a sprinter, but she steps in and runs the 100-meter hurdles because her team was was down a sprinter, and they needed two to, sprinters. They needed yeah. to have somebody compete in this event, or else they would be disqualified. That you have to, the team has to have a, uh, someone run and compete in every single event. And mm-hmm. so she stepped up, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And uh, the video is is kind of funny because she's obviously not sprinting any. I mean, she's totally out of frame from everybody else. She finished 19 seconds after the person that finished second to last. But hey, hats off because. You, you, you're going to open yourself up to some ridicule here, but she did it for the team. She did it, and in fact, she's gotten opposite of ridicule. She's getting so much love and credibility now because, she, you know, it's not her sport. She is a shot putter, a completely different body type than a sprinter. And, but she was smart because if you, in the hurdles, you if you knock over a hurdle, you uh, are yeah, deducted points. Deducted. And so she was careful. Yes, she was slow, but 
she was careful in going over the hurdles not to knock any over, and she kept Belgium from getting um, disqualified. Well, my guess is she was probably the tallest lady on the team. She's quite tall, and yeah. so I think that helped. I mean, her, the hurdles, I believe, are just under three feet tall. So, so I, I don't think I could over. walk over them. I'm a pretty tall guy. I'd yeah. probably knock one off. You know, I definitely would. I would yeah. make it past the first one. What if the reverse of this were the case, and they were down two shot putters, and one of the sprinters <laughs> had to step in and throw a shot put? That would be an injury, probably. Who, who would do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it might go about two meters. Well, I, she finished. They they logged points, and they kept the team from being disqualified. Um, speaking of disqualified, a fishing crew off the coast of the North Carolina coast. They're competing in this this big fishing tournament. Blue Marlin tournament. And yeah. the grand prize winner, uh, if you win first place, you win like upwards of two and a half million dollars. And then this team, the team sensation, they end up hauling in a 619 pound Marlin. Okay. This is, they, they make, not only does that win them first prize of 2.7 million, but an additional bonus to take them up to three and a half million dollars because it's uh, over 500 pounds. Right. This thing's enormous. They put it on the scale. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's excited. And, but what happens? Oops. Yeah, the judges come through and they realize that this this uh, marlin has been has had a date with destiny. It's a shark. A shark has taken a bite out of him. It's got a chunk missing out and of its. Be, yeah, near be, its tail. Because yeah. of that, they are disqualified. They do not get any money. They do not place. So they go from three and a half million in the bank to zero dollars and thanks for competing was antonio brown running we'll, this tournament we'll see did he take time. that we'll see you next time i mean i what do you think about that i, I feel like they i think they got the raw raw deal a little bit the sushi deal the the su su well sashimi. team sushi team sushi ended up winning <laughs> that's actually. right the second place oh by the way yeah. the, the second place team that ended up winning their marlin was uh 484. 480 so so much you know so much less than this 619 pound and by yeah. the, by the way if it had a, had a, hadn't had a chunk missing out of it it would have weighed more than 619 pounds so you know i'm reading these comments from the boat captain um McCoy here. That's what we'll, that's Captain, what we'll call him. Our yeah. Captain McCoy. If she put up a fight and then the shark. Oh, the her. whales were. The Kraken got her. Um, so, you know, his his statement is that, well, we don't, we didn't see a fish. We didn't see a shark near our fish. We don't know that that's what happened to it. The, yeah. By the rules, and so I had to look into it. I'm not a, a I've never been in one of these bill fishing you're, tournaments. You're not, you're not no, I'm just a simple man. I'm a yes, simple bass simple fisherman. And so apparently, the reason they have this rule that the fish has to not be mutilated uh, is because they want the fish to be able to put up a fight um, to its full potential. And obviously, if you have a chunk missing out of your body near your tail, you can't fight. So that's why they... But shouldn't... Uh, to me, the fact that you even were able to catch a 600-plus pound marlin deserves something. Ca I mean, catching catching is just part of it. You got to land it. Well, catching is and they did land it. They said that they battled with this thing for six, over 6 hours. They didn't land all of it. Part of it got into a shark's <laughs> belly. That's I mean, it, I get it if you're saying, well, this you know, these these fishermen go out there and they find like a, a half-dead fish and it's just floating on the surface of the water. Right. I kind of feel like maybe you deserve a little bit of credit for that anyway because <laughs> Those are how long find. is that going to be floating up on top of the yeah. water? Um so I think that, like, I don't know, I, 619 pounds. They obviously fought this thing to get it into the boat. Um, and I think that they got, you know, the short end of the stick you here, think man. they should get some money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe not the three. That would be tough, though, to think you've got three and a half million in the bank and then 
No, a shark. Those darn sharks, man, I'm telling you. They always, they irritate me so much. And even, this is the latest example. And it's hard to trust these fishermen, as we've seen. Some of yeah, these we had our, the, our the competition. Yeah, the old uh, they walleye see, tournament. They stick yeah. those weights in. Scammers. But sometimes, you know, I'm on their side. Uh, and finally, we'll just say a uh, quick congratulations to Happy Gilmore. Playing golf once again. Ball, <laughs> Ball State signing a golfer by the name of Happy Gilmore. How yeah. about that? He had no choice, but I guess his last name is obviously Gilmore. It always has been, but his real name is Langdon. But since he started playing golf at age six, what else are you going to call him? Well, that's, if, yeah. if your last I mean, name is Gilmore, I'm calling you happy. And so that stuck, and so he really is happy Gilmore. And even Adam Sandler saying on Twitter, hey, uh, he said, go get him happy, pulling for you. So yeah. there you go. He got some love from Adam Sandler. Watch out for the that. The original sh- happy Gilmore. Yeah, watch out for Shooter McGavin, though. I He's- do think that Ball State missed an opportunity at marketing their program. Go think? in your home, Ball State. That's it. That's it, you know. Ball Golly. State. All right, let's get into our interview. Uh, and again, uh, Stars on Mars here on Fox on Monday nights, primetime programming. Uh, but since taping the interview with Mr. Richard Sherman, he is, of course, not on it. But we figured this is Richard Sherman, so we're yeah, going to run this he's interview. He's good TV. So. Well, our guest is a Super Bowl champ as well as a reality TV star. You can catch him on Fox's new show on Monday night, Stars on Mars. We welcome Richard Sherman to the show. Richard, uh, you've been, so let me get this straight, you've been a Seahawk, you've been a 49er, you've been a Buccaneer, and now a Celebronaut. Is that uh, is that Canadian football or? Right, right, right. It's definitely <laughs> something different. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, the idea behind Stars on Mars, and, and you correct me where I'm wrong, but you got a bunch of celebrities, you're living in this simulated mars space station and you know you got to perform these tasks and each week someone's booted off uh kind of like real world meets survivor is that does that sound right no not really i mean it's <laughs> it's, it's it's more of a mars simulation um it was it was cool you know it's a little different for everybody i think i don't think well i think there were uh, well i know there were a few reality tv stars but for most of us, it was something different, um, but it was a fun experience. Uh, great staff, great people to work with, and I had a, I had a good time. The set is very cool. I mean, it looks like you guys are legitimately out on Mars. Where did where did they tape this, and what was that like to initially kind of step out there and uh, be part of this simulation? Um, they they taped it in in Cooper Petty, uh, Australia, and so that was a it was a long flight. But uh, it was it was really cool. You know, it was a unique experience. I'd never been to Australia, and um, I don't think I don't know if Cooper Petty is the greatest example of what Australia is. But um, a lot of outback, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of hills, a lot of holes. Uh, but but the set was excellent. You know, it was a, it was great. They they obviously put a lot of work in on it. Um, and it made it very comfortable for us. Yeah, it, well, it, it certainly looks the part. It looks like Mars. Um, but you are joined there by your former teammate in Marshawn Lynch. And, I mean, the guy's absolutely hilarious uh, in this the first episode. I mean, he just – I was cracking up the entire time. Is Personality-wise, was he the same on the football field as we get to see here on TV? Uh, he's the same everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he changes for anyone or any scenario. Um which is which makes it makes him the uh, one of the most genuine and, and awesome people you could ever meet. You know, he's the same in every scenario. He's genuine. He's um, he's organic, uh, and he's gonna give it to you like he gives it to you. And if you receive it well, you receive it well. If you don't, then you know he's still not gonna change it. Please tell me in one of the upcoming episodes that he gets on a Mars rover and takes it for a joyride, a la Cal back in the day on that medical cart. Please. 
Well, they gave him the keys to a rover, so I mean, you 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 know they're gonna let him drive at one point or another. But uh, he he had a great time on the show. I'll I'll, I'll give you that. What was the biggest challenge, Richard? Uh, the biggest challenge is being away from your family, just like anything else. You know, you got you got everybody has lives, kids, um, things to do. So you're you're sitting there uh, in a simulation, um, you know, trying to trying to have a good time, trying to uh, figure these tasks out. But you know, you, you want to get back home to your family and your kids. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you some football questions. The Bucks now without Tom Brady this year. Uh, and who do you think wins that QB battle? And are they better than the six and a half that Vegas has them at in terms of win total this upcoming season? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll give Kyle a, um, a, a solid shot at it. But, you know, Baker's a veteran. Uh, he started in his league. He started to play well down the stretch for the Rams last year. Uh, so I, I would I would assume he gets the job just from an experience and stability standpoint. Um, better than the six wins, uh, that depends. You know, the NFC South was really, really wonky last year. Uh, and I expect it to be the same way this year, but Carolina has gotten better. Uh, the Saints have gotten better. And, uh, and uh, you know, Tampa, for, for most, most people's opinion, they've gotten worse. You know, you lose Tom Brady, you're, you're not going to get better. Yeah. Um, but I think... You know, it, it, you know, crazier things have happened. They still, they still have great defense. Uh, they still have all the pieces in place to, to continue to play great defensive football. They still have Mike. Uh, they still have Chris. Uh, you know, they still have the pieces that they need to, to make big plays and to be explosive offensively. So, um, yeah, I think they'll be better than the six wins. Give us the lowdown on Dave Canales because he is new, the new Bucks O coordinator, but he was receivers coach in Seattle while you were out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canales is a he's a he's a great man. Um, for first and foremost, uh, a, a really good great great football mind. Um, I think he'll find a great way to use Mike and to use the weapons that they have there. Um, he's a really good fit, and I'm excited for him. I'm excited. This is his first gig of, of actually getting to run the show, but um, he's had his hands on you know the offensive scheme for a while now. From a national perspective, it seems like the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, that is the, the most intriguing story heading into 2023. Is that the same for you, or is there another story out there that you are more closely paying attention to? Well, I mean, it, you know, I'm just good friends with, with um, Robert Sala, so that's it's going to be, you know, I, I've been watching the Jets since he got there and, and cheering for them just because I want to see him have success. So Aaron being there makes it uh, – a lot more entertaining and, and, and I think it's going to be fantastic, but uh, you know, there, there, that is probably the most intriguing, you know, a guy who's been in the same organization for what, 16, 17 years, four MVPs um, heading to New York, the big apple, uh, you know, they haven't had that kind of excitement there in a really long time. So I think that's going to continue to be the storyline, whether they do well or don't do well, um, there's going to be headlines. Well, Richard, we've seen the NFL uh, in Mexico, in Europe, in Germany. Uh, Mars, is that in the future, you think? You know, if, if, if they pay enough, you know, the NFL will go anywhere. They'll go to the moon, Mars, uh, Venus, if the money's right. Yeah. So uh, I, don't, I don't put it past the NFL. No, you got to go intergalactic at some point. Uh, well, we appreciate your time, and you can catch him Monday nights, Stars on Mars, 8 o'clock Eastern, the great Richard Sherman. Thank you so much for your time, Richard. I appreciate you guys having me. Much thanks to Richard Sherman. Uh, so you can catch Stars on Mars Monday nights, 8 p.m. on Fox.
Did you stuff. ask him about his um, brief time here in Tampa Bay? Not, did, r- not did you really. Overlook that? Yeah, okay. no, we didn't spend a lot of time on that. But uh, <laughs> you'll have to, again, go back and watch the full episode. Let's bring in BK. Fun to catch up with Richard Sherman, though. Even as a reality TV star, even though it was kind of a short-lived because episode three was was his last one on Stars on Mars. But, we again, we felt like it was good to catch up with him, talk a little football as as well. It what? was. What? It, did he get frozen or something? Or did he get ejected from a— No, again, he, he said that he, he, wanted, he missed his, his oh, family. Okay, he just— yeah. Left Mars again. It's Mars is is far. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Sometimes we see it in the sky and we think, oh, that's probably real close. Yeah, it's kind of far though, yeah. from what I understand. What's it's the not, go, What's the Google Map distance on that, BK? Uh, it's past the moon. That's mm-hmm. about okay. <laughs> go to the moon, take so a right. Keep I'm going. Pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, you'll run into it. All right. So uh, you teased off the off the top of the show that there's something there's uh, there's um, yeah. uh, something that we should be knowing uh, locally uh, a news story a right? mystery. He's trying oh, to pull mi- us in with some, some okay. true crime, right, yeah. Brian? It's a it's a bit of a crime and a, you know a bit disturbing to me and a lot of people around here mm. actually. So something had happened and it kind of kind of hit home. Yeah, Cato, Cato, you're aware of it, so right? Wow. Well, it hit hard. Uh, in fact, well, see, let me set this up. Scott went on vacation for a couple of weeks. It oh seemed boy. like he was gone for a month. Okay. But before he left for his exotic vacation, he starts a panic. He uh, sends okay. everyone okay. into a tizzy uh, over this uh. piece of... Well, clothing that he's missing. And, you know, first of all, he's already been called to HR once before for taking off his clothes yeah. at work. So a lot of words. Let, let me just I will read out the okay. email that he oh, sent boy. everyone in the building on June 13th. I'm glad that you kept it. And I quote, yes, in my junk. And I quote, if anyone has spotted a blue raised T-shirt around the building, sad and discarded in a dusty corner somewhere or being used as a hand towel, I'd love to get it back. Mm-hmm. I left it in Studio B, where we record this, this podcast, is, yeah. last week. Would you please toss it in the sports office? Thanks. I'm going now to Italy. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> roughly what it said. Yeah. And so while Scott's off enjoying his, you know, five-star dinners and everything, we are in a panic here. We want to find this shirt for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and, and Brian employed our best investigative reporter and put him to the task. Which it, who? Let's find out. Uh, okay. All right. An otherwise quiet newsroom rocks by the shattering realization of theft. <clears throat> Three, two, and one. The Nod Pod's namesake, founder and president, Scott Smith, beloved Ray's T-shirt. Hopefully the chair's figured out. Gone. <clears throat> Let's kick this thing off. But with calls for its safe return unanswered, it's time to get some answers. And I intend to. Taylor, could you step on in here for a minute? Our first suspect, Office Administrator Taylor Jennings. Have a seat, please. A die-hard Rays fan who may well do anything for some free merch. Well, Taylor, nothing in this office goes unnoticed by you, so you want to tell me what you know about this? I gotta say, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Stop lying to me, Taylor. I know you're a super fan of the Rays. You would do anything if you saw just a shirt lying around. You might even want to take it for yourself. Hmm. That's true, but I do have one question. Hmm. Is it a Franco shirt? No, no that's, that's, it just says race space. That, that's the shirt right there. Hmm. You want the truth? I demand it. This seems like something Cato would do. Cato. Can I go now? Oh yeah, you're good. If there was anyone jealous enough of Scott to wish him harm, it may just be Nod Pod co-host Chris Cato. 
I am working here. What are you doing? Small talk, Cato. I need answers. I know you were the last person to see Scott Smith's raised t-shirt alive before it went missing. And I want to know, where were you when you saw it? Uh, sitting at the desk across from him doing the podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms. Like, subscribe, and share. Enough of the shameless plugs. Not the time for that. You're going to have to do a lot more to convince me that you don't have that t-shirt. Look, all I can tell you is the last person I saw with him in the studio that day was BK. BK, that doesn't make any sense because BK was the one that, he was the one that hired me in the first place to find the shirt. All right, BK, I've had enough of your games. It is time to confess. Confess? Okay, I admit, there's a couple times where I've been kind of hungry, I'll go in the break room and I'll swipe Tooks' yogurt. Swipe my yogurt? I don't care about any of that. I'm talking about the fact that you hired me to find Scott Smith's missing t-shirt when you had it all along. Is that what this is about? Scott's t-shirt? You think I would take that thing? Have you, you tell seen, me. Have you seen how much this guy sweats? Are we paying you for this? By the hour. Dude, get to work. Well, the trail is gone cold again. The rest assured when it comes to solving this case, there will be no off days. Oh my gosh. So we tried, it's we tried. Kind of a sad ending. It is. It's, it's still that was, missing. That was the greatest thing Sean Barry has ever done. Uh, <laughs> and hey, kudos to both of you guys. Very well acted. Well, Oh, that wasn't that acting. Was, that was, that was so, not acting. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was real life. Yeah, and so yeah. the shirt's still so we missing. Didn't, we still we, we don't. I'm sorry. We were hoping when you returned from uh, Ibiza that we would have your <laughs> that we would have your shirt for you, but but no. Well, uh, he's a good reporter, not a very good investigative uh, journalist, because he needs to keep digging. I like uh, this look, though. Don't you think? You now we started this episode talking about Dateline. <laughs> he looked a little more like to catch a predator, yeah, right? A like, little yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. I he think had a little, <laughs> little Chris Hansen going. Yeah. I think he looked a little bit like Rick Astley in sunglasses, if you yep, ever seen. You got that, you know? too. Yeah. yeah. Had that going on. Uh, Tukes, by the way. Excellent he always cameo. steals the show, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. He always My does. yogurt. <laughs> Swiping my, my yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> so, but are that you, was so good, guys. Does, I mean, does our, Are we hurting you by bringing up the shirt? Like, are you missing it? Had you gotten over it, and now we're just rubbing salt in the wound? You world? know, it was not an old T-shirt, so it was. It didn't have any uh, connections <laughs> to my heart. Uh, but I only wore it a couple of times, so I feel like it's still got some good thread there. I suspect the morning crew. Uh, I, I think that they – I think Walter Allen – probably no. saw it sitting over there in our kitchen set and thought, you know what? No. I, here's an opportunity. I, now I'm, I'm quite a bit bigger than him. So it's an XL. Uh, and, and he's probably, he's probably like a medium. He, he likes medium. He I might, think he, he likes to swim. Medium. He might swim in it a little bit. Yeah. yeah I, I think no, somebody a, took it. Yeah. I mean, some, it was sitting here. We've, we've, I put the note out shamelessly. Yes. I wanted to find it. Uh, and then somebody of course made the reward posters, which I have also seen. Um, but I'm thinking now that we've, brought new light onto this situation that uh someone will there's still confess. hope it could turn up yeah well <laughs> we have uh we have the best and the brightest on it sean barry fantastic that's yeah. honestly the best stuff we've seen <laughs> it is probably the best thing he will do all and, right and brian paid him to do it well um i appreciate it guys yep. thanks for caring well, hope we and thanks we for mentioning out. my hypoglandular issue uh, <laughs> as well it's that's been noted a couple of times on this podcast <laughs> well, i believe by you specifically <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> We're working on it. We're trying not to sweat so much. Uh, but anyway, so kudos. Can we bring back at least the one thing? I lost a T-shirt, but I did gain 
a pretty cool toy. All right, here he comes. The, oh, oh, no. Oh the no. rover's back. Oh, no. And he's oh run out of... Boy. He's, oh, boy. Here we go. He's All run right. out of battery life. Oh, no. Does he have more drinks in him? I'm thirsty again. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's got some... Yeah. Is it moving your chair? It is. Okay. That thing's got there some we weight go. to All it. All right. Yeah. I'm going to wow. do some Bernies as we end the show. Get away from me, you right. weirdo. Very you good. Hey, if you want to check out this here podcast, visit fox13news.com slash nodpod. And, of course, you can catch all the shows there on that page as well as uh, v- visit us on all the, the social media channels as well. But uh, stream us every week on Spotify, and Stitcher, and, of course, iTunes. And uh, there's our guy back in his, his moon landing Jeez. helmet. This was and Richard Sherman's helmet. How's the breathing in that? Now I have it. <laughs> a good say, can you just say one time that, uh, Luke, I am your father? Luke, I am low on oxygen <laughs> in this poorly fitting helmet. Very good. I'm going to do some Bernies here. Much thanks to our guest, Richard Sherman, as well as everybody here in NodPod headquarters to make this production. Oh, gosh. Yeah, okay. You're a disaster. Right. <laughs> Until the next time we are on, there are no off days. Let's take some Bernie's here. Let's do some donuts, some victory laps. What do you say? Oh, get that thing out of here. I can smell it.